Hello, everybody. How are you doing? This is S. Anthony Thomas. This is the S. Anthony Says Podcast, and this is episode number 352. 352. You're damn right. And I'm back, baby. I was serious last week, but <laughs> I ain't going to be serious this time. <laughs> yeah. Okay, time to be serious. No, I'm just kidding. You know, I had a doctor's appointment this week, you know, and, uh, you know, really weird. See, I'm 50 now. So what happens is when you go to the doctor at 50, all of a sudden they start giving you the stuff that's going to start going wrong with you if you don't get ahead of it right now tests, right? Right. You get your prostate exam. Right. And when you get a prostate exam at 40, it's almost like they know nothing's going to be wrong. So they they, they, they put the finger and they go, OK, you're good. Come on. You're 40. It's really not. I'm not really worried. You're generally a healthy guy. I'm not really thinking that anything's going to be in there. Let me check it. Spongy. That's what I thought. I mean, come on, you're 40 years old. But when they cram their finger in your butt at 50, they stay in there for a while because even though the prostate's healthy and still spongy and all of that crap, they can't believe it. So they're going to keep looking for stuff. I'm not quite sure. This is. The, are you sure this isn't you didn't borrow a, a prostate from a younger guy because this is too damn healthy? I figured I'd at least hear some crunching sounds when I put my finger in your butt. I'm not quite sure. Let me put let me put two fingers in your butt and I'm going, hey, this is not an adult film. Get out of there. <laughs> right. Then they bring in more doctors. Could you feel how spongy this guy's feel the, the prostate on this guy? And they put the glove on and another doctor goes, I have no one to put the finger. This is a pretty good prostate. We put two fingers in. I said, hey, wait a minute. Your fingers are bigger than my doctor's fingers, pal. Get them out. You, you please. Right, bringing in doctors because they can't believe that they, 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 there's a whole line of doctors there, like it's one of them adult films. I'm not gonna never moving. Never mind, right? But the tests are different. The tests are different. Well, the bad part about it is I was almost embarrassed to go back to the doctor because the other few, I've, I've been on a winning streak of losing a nice amount of weight, not a ridiculous amount of weight because I'm trying to do it healthy and smoothly, but, you know, a good amount of weight where the doctor's like, good job, good job, Mr. Thomas. My doctor's a lady. Good job, Mr. Thomas. Good job, Mr. Thomas. Good job. Every time. Good job, Mr. Thomas. That's fantastic, right? Good job, Miss Anthony. She now calls me that because we know each other and she's had her hand in my ass a few times. <laughs> mm. Good job, S. Anthony. Right. But this time she said, good job, S. Anthony. But I don't think she was really feeling it. The last time, good job, S. Anthony. And this time she said, good job, the same way a person says good job to their kid when their kid did not do as good on the test as they thought their kid was going to do. But the kid didn't do bad on the test, but they didn't do good enough, but they didn't do bad. Right. Right. You're expecting your kid to come back with an A and they come back with a B minus. Right. And you're expecting an A minus or no, not an A minus. You're expecting a damn A for your kid. Right. But they come back with a B minus. Mm, right. You can't get mad at them. You saw them, you know, and they normally get A's. If they, get, if they slip up and get a B minus once, you're not going to say anything. Right. You don't want to give them a hard time. You don't want to discourage them. You don't want to make them feel bad. So you don't give. you don't pile on. You say, yeah, good job. Good job. Yeah. Right. And that's the, the good job. Good job. Good job. Yeah. It's not the same as good job. Right. Last time I go to the doctor, not this time, but the last time my doctor goes, good job, Miss Anthony. This time she goes, eh, good job. Yeah. And I know why she went, eh, good job. Yeah. Because I didn't lose enough weight. I didn't lose as much weight as I lost the last time. And it sucks. 
But I had a good reason. I had a good reason. I threw my back out and it took four to six weeks. It takes four to six weeks for that to come back. It took me five weeks or so to get back to normal. My back was still kind of hurting when I went to see her, but it was, you know, getting to the point where I was almost ready to start working out again. I explained that to her, right? But I don't think she believed me, right? I don't, I think she thought I was making up a damn excuse. That's what I'm, you ever have somebody not believe you, you give them a real excuse, but they don't believe you any damn way. So you got to go out of your way to let them know that you're telling the truth, right? And I say, why don't you examine my back? Oh, you said it was okay. Sure. I'll take a look at it. Right. Only thing I'm, I'm telling you, I have a feeling that when I looked away to take off my shirt, she probably rolled her eyes as if to say, you fat bastard. The only reason you didn't, you didn't lose as much weight is you probably made a bunch of stops to Wendy's and McDonald's and had some cupcakes. You fat bastard. That's probably why you didn't lose the weight. I mean, you lost some weight, you fat bastard, but you didn't lose the amount of weight that you should have lost because your fat ass lost weight all these other times when you came back. And you got cocky, you fat bastard, and thought it was going to be easy, but it's not easy, you fat bastard. And that's a lot of things to say with one eye roll. But I'm telling you, in the two seconds it took me to take my shirt off, I'm guaranteeing you that's what her eyes said. I can tell her eyes are bastards. So I take off my shirt, right? And she turns me around. And she does some some kind of crap to my back, rubbing something and pushing something. And but I felt some cold metal things on my back. Didn't know what the hell was going on, right? Right. I kept looking over my shoulder because I was expecting a bunch of those people that kept putting their fingers up my ass to come back in there again. <laughs> Except for this, well, you know, expect. Well, my doctor is a, is, a, is a lady, and then there was one of the other people that was in line to cram their fingers in my ass was also a lady. So I'll, I'll be honest with you, if my doctor and that other lady wanted to put their fingers back in my <laughs> moving on so she's checking my back and she goes, oh there's a double thing with a drop thing with a thing and thing and you got oh my goodness you think with thing and the thing your thing with the back thing and she used a lot of medical jargon i didn't know what the hell she was talking about but she believed me now right and she even checked my shoulder because my shoulder was also jacked up in the fall that messed up my back and she sent me for some x-rays and when she sent me for the x-rays she looked kind of guilty because now after examining me she realized that i did not not lose weight because i'm a fat bastard i did not lose the weight because i was injured <laughs> full disclosure <clears throat> when my back was hurt instead of eating good and eating healthy like i was normally doing which is why i lost the weight and gained the muscle that i gained during those other times Okay, this is just between you, me, and a whole lot of people that will hear this in different countries. <laughs> I'm not editing coughs out. I'm too lazy. <clears throat> and besides, I like to keep it real, as the kids say. <laughs> Shut up. I'll be honest with you. I didn't exactly eat healthy while my back was injured. Right? They don't call it comfort food for nothing. When your back's not hurting, you don't need any damn comfort. There's no reason to comfort you, right? When you're not feeling bad, you don't need people hugging you that aren't your woman or your guy or whoever your significant other is, right? You only need a hugs when you feel bad. Well, when my back and shoulder were hurting as bad as they were hurting, I needed some comfort food. Yeah. So I had a little bit of the comfort food. And by a little bit, I mean more than a little bit. <laughs> don't judge me me shut up <laughs> right? and the, the bad part about it is when you're eating unhealthy foods 
when you've been losing weight, you got to realize that you're just basically stepping on the brakes. You're stepping on the brakes. You're messing up all the work you did. You're messing it up. And that's the funny thing. When it comes to being fat and not fat and losing weight and not losing weight, don't you realize every time you put a cupcake in your mouth, every time you don't exercise or at least walk a little bit, every time you have a milkshake, every time you have that double cheeseburger with the quadruple bacon and double quadruple quadruple cheese and double quadruple, every time you do that, you're actually taking away from the work that you did. Right. And you don't even notice that you gain weight until you've already gained enough weight to annoy you. Right. There's no alarm. But it goes bing, 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 bing. your progress has been halted by this cheeseburger. You fat bastard. If you eat four more of these cheeseburgers and do not work out, your ass will start to jiggle. Your ass will start to jiggle. Your ass will start to jiggle in exactly 40 hours and 16 minutes and 15 seconds, 14 seconds, 13 seconds. There's nothing like that to warn you, you bastard. Nothing, nothing at all. You just get on a scale one day and realize, wait a minute, I have breasts now. What the hell? And I can't see my thing and my thing's not small. So that's even worse. Normally, if I had a small thing, I could lie about it and go, well, I can't see it because it's small, but I don't have a small thing and I still can't see it, which means I'm really a fat bastard. No, you know what I'm saying. But you wouldn't do that in any other area. You wouldn't even think about doing that in another area. Imagine, just imagine if you were an advanced black belt. Right? You spent 20 years of breaking boards and getting knocked down and knocking people down and breaking this, breaking that, falling down, getting knocked out and knocking out people and falling and crashing and breaking stuff and all of that crap. And you're sitting there and they walk up to you and you remember that you cried when you got your black belt because it's a major accomplishment and it means you can take care of yourself and you're in great shape and all of that crap. You got extra double confidence and quadruple confidence because you got your black belt and everything great. Yay! I got a black belt. Yay. I'm the man, damn it. Who is the man who can break some boards with his bare hands? Me. Because I got a black belt. You damn right. Bam, bam. Who is the man who can protect his girlfriend when her last boyfriend can? Me. Because I got a black belt and I know how to whoop people's ass. <laughs> Moving on. But you're proud of it. Right. And now that you got the black belt, you're, you're so damn proud of it. You got the I want to get some stripes on this belt. First degree, second degree, third degree, fifth degree, sixth degree, wherever the higher. Yeah, you got the fifth or seventh degree black belt. You're great. You're 39 years old and you're a killing machine. But you don't kill anybody because you know better that you don't you don't want to get sued for whooping somebody's ass. You just sit there and beat up other black belts and they beat you up and you beat them up because you're the only people that can beat each other up. That that's right. Now imagine you're in that position, right? And imagine now, just like with the fat guy who every time he ate a cupcake, he gained a little weight, right? But he didn't, he can't see it. Well, imagine if every time you ate a cupcake, you lost a little bit of your martial arts skill, right? You ate a couple of bad dinners and you're not a seventh degree black belt anymore. You're a sixth degree black belt. What? I can still whip most people. Fifth degree, fourth degree, first. You're now back down to your first degree, but I'm still a black belt. Nope, nope, you're a red belt. Now, wait a second. And it just kept disappearing like that. And all of a sudden, you ate your bastard. You ate yourself from a seventh degree black belt back down to a white belt when everybody on the street can kick their ass like when you started. 
You wouldn't do that, would you? Of course not. What about every time you ate a cupcake, somebody snuck into your bank account and took out five bucks? Doesn't seem like much, but all of a sudden, cupcake, cupcake, hamburger, candy, and all of a sudden you're going from having $10 million in the bank to going in there and they're going, sir, you owe us $40 because your punk ass, broke ass, couldn't afford the monthly fees. You had $10 million, but you fat bastard, you ate yourself out of house home in this bank and in fact you're not leaving this bank because we know those are new Jordans they're worth $300 we're gonna take those from you walk your punk ass home and don't come back to this bank unless you're opening another account with another $100 which I'm sure you won't have because you'll probably eat it (laughs) moving on but you wouldn't do that but that's what happened to me right I would have lost way more weight Way more weight had I not decided to get some nuggets, right? Or I hadn't been drinking soda. Oh, my back hurts. Damn it. I'm going to comfort myself with some nuggets and a soda. Would you like a cup? Sir, would you like a chocolate chip cookie with that? As a matter of fact, I would like a chocolate chip cookie with that young lady who's only doing her job but doesn't realize she's ruining my damn trip to the doctor seven weeks from now. Thanks a lot. And she's really nice. I'm going to go back to that place because she was nice. (laughs) Would you like a chocolate chip cookie? As a matter of fact, I would like a cookie. You know, we have two different types of cookies. Well, then you might want to give me one of each then, huh? (laughs) Okay, would you like a small soda? Small? You know, a big guy like you. Uh, That's right, I am big. I think I'll get a bigger soda. (laughs) And would you like the, the cheeseburger? Would you like to be a real man and have a double cheeseburger? Would you still like to be a complete punk ass, chump ass punk and have that punk ass hamburger? Oh, I'm a real man. Give me the big soda and the real man burger and two cookies. Yeah. Would you like fries with that, or you wanna, you just wanna drive up and just admit that you're a punk ass chump? I would like the fries. The small wimpy fries? The hell no! I'm getting the big burger, the big fries, the two cookies, and the big soda. In fact, take some of that ice out of the soda so you can put more sugar water in there. Ha <laughs> ha! And you keep doing that crap, right? And you know something's wrong because you actually had a little bit of a smile, a little bit of pride when you put on the pants that you bought a month before and they fit perfectly and now they're a little loose. Why? Because you lost fat and gained muscle. And every time you put those pants on, it reminded you of your accomplishment of losing weight. It reminded you. Of the, oh, wait a second. Wait a second. These pants were supposed to be loose. Now they fit properly. Well, uh, maybe it's, maybe they shrunk in the dryer, <laughs> even though they've never done that before. Maybe this particular time they did. <laughs> week two, week three, week four. Hey, I don't really need a belt to hold these pants up because the, the because it took me eight minutes to pull them up. <laughs> that damn dryer, I ought to get another one, even though it works perfectly and, and, and it's never shrunk anything else. <laughs> well, let me go to the doctor now. <laughs> damn it. Well, 
Now to top it all off with the simple fact that I did not lose as much weight as I thought. I mean, I did lose the amount of weight that would have been acceptable, but then I gained weight because of the layoff, but the bad back and all of that crap. So technically on paper, I still was successful because I lost weight. But the way I lost weight in the doctor scale versus the last time I went to the doctor, before when I lost the amount of weight I lost, it was like earning your way into the playoffs with a 10 and 6 record or 11 and 5 record or a 12 and 4 record. And this time I got on a scale and I had in fact lost weight, but I was a team that started out 7 and 0 and finished 9 and 7 and backed into the playoffs because somebody else's quarterback fell down a flight of steps and banged his knee up and that's the only reason I'm there. AKA, you're gonna lose in the wild card round. That's what it felt like. So the doctors go, well, you did lose weight. So, okay. Okay, Miss Anthony, let's see here. You're 50 now. Um, I'm going to recommend you get a colonoscopy. Oh, so it's camera in the ass time, huh, Doc? Yes, it is definitely camera in the ass. And right, and I don't know how many people complain or try to get out of going getting the camera in the ass, but she, you know, if somebody already starts uh, giving you excuses as to why you can't do it, but suggesting that you do it. Now, I know you may not want to do it, and a lot of guys, you maybe you want to wait a little while. I'm going to give you things. You can go to the doc, the other doctor, the gastroenterologist, and I'm going to give, but if you don't want to do it right now, I would recommend that you do it. But I mean, if you want to do it, you want to wait in six months, you want to wait till next year. I understand. I said, you know, it's time for me to do it. And if you don't want to do it, I understand a lot of guys get upset, you know, because sometimes they get a little intimidated because it's okay. I don't, I mean, it's, you know, I'm 50 now. It's time to do that. And another reason, guys, sometimes I want to do it because I feel that I will do it. Oh, okay. And you know, then I make uncomfortable jokes. Yes. Uh, my other relatives got, I guess it's time for me to get the big camera jammed in the buttocks. Well, the camera's really not that big. It's about this big, and she shows an ink pen. Camera's about this big when it goes in. And I go, okay. I said, uh, all right. And then what they do is, you know, they'll give you, you'll have to drink some liquids to completely clean out your bowels. And a lot of people say, that the worst part of it is not actually the colonoscopy itself. A lot of people say the birth, the worst part is, you know, the, the process where you have to evacuate. You know, when you're drinking all these liquids and it makes you clean out your bowels. It's like, actually, to be honest with you, most people find that infinitely more uncomfortable than the actual colonoscopy because they're going to use propofol. You're going to be out like a light. You know, you won't even be awake and you're, you're going to go in there. They're going to put the porch in your hands. You're going to sit in the chair, you know. And then what's going to happen is, you know, you're going to be sitting there talking, you're going to blank out, and you're going to wake up and they're going to say you're done. It's going to be just just as simple as that. It's really not that big of a deal, right? But what they keep saying is they they, they make everybody's so worried about the part about the camera going in the butt. But if you really think about the part that's really frustrating and really annoying, the part that people all complain about, all of them is the prep parts where you're drinking these mountains of liquid that make your ass turn in the mouth Vesuvius. And all of a sudden you're sitting on the toilet and you're like an upside down volcano as it pours everything inside your body out into the toilet. Right. But everybody's so scared of the damn camera in the ass. Right. Uh, there's nothing from what I say. There's really nothing to worry about. But the camera parts, 
It's the part where you have to forcefully evacuate yourself. That's the part. And I started thinking about it. At first, I was worried about the camera and the buttocks. But then I realized I'll be out for that anyway. And I was dreading the camera and the buttocks, you know, because I was, well, what about they find something, whatever? Well, it's better if they find something than if they don't find something, right? At least you can get cured or whatever. You'll know what the hell you need to do. As scary as that part is, right? But then I started thinking about it. I'm like, oh, that part's scary, but. You know, there's no nerve endings in there to feel if they have to cut stuff, you know, have to clip off polyps or something. If there's something in there, you don't feel that. Right. So what about they go in there and you're clean as a whistle, right? There's nothing wrong in there. Everything's fantastic. Everything's great and double great and fantastic. Even if everything in the camera side is perfect. There's no getting around the part. That's the part that sucks. Where every 15 minutes you got to drink that nasty ass liquids. And then run to the bathroom. Hey, let me drink some more of this stuff. And halfway through, you realize, oh, God, all of that. I got to do this exact amount of time again. Oh, So this doctor's visit wasn't fun. And I realized that being a 50 year old guy. Doctor's visits now, like I said, it's nothing going to be but a scavenger hunt of what's falling apart on your old ass now, right? When you walk into your doctor's office after you turn 50, it's not even, it's not, the doctors probably should say, hey, what broke on you, you old bastard? That's what they should say. What broke on you, old man? Where you're falling apart now? What's not working that I need to fix with some pills or some creams or some something? What's not working? Huh? <sighs> All right. What a depressing way to end the podcast, right? <laughs> <laughs> But I'm not really worried about it. I'm just going to go there uh, sometime uh, sometime this month. I got to go there, talk to the gastro. He or will give me the old, you need to do this, you need to do that, you need to do this, you need to do that. And then after that, you know, camera in the ass. And then hopefully they'll go, hey, your, your colon is really clean. Who's your colon's cleaning lady? Ha, 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 that's a gastroenterology joke. <laughs> hey, your, 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 your colon is so clean. I see marks in it from the vacuum cleaner. <laughs> uh, so clean I can eat food out of there. Get it, food. In the <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm going to hear those type of jokes. And if I do, I'm going to tell them to you. Because if they're, if they're worse than that, I just said, I'm going to sue the guy for malpractice. <laughs> Okay, folks, that has been this episode of the S. Anthony Says Podcast. Thank you very, very much. As you know, this podcast is everywhere. Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, iTunes, iHeartRadio. Uh, look, if, if if there's a place that plays podcasts, iTunes, of course. If there's a place that plays podcasts, this podcast has been on for 16,000 years, as you know. If there's a place that plays podcasts, I'm on it. Okay, so... Actually, you're actually already listening to me, so you, you already know that I'm, I'm on the places that play podcasts. Why are we as podcasts obliged to go, hey, I'm on Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, iTunes, because if you can hear me saying this crap, you already know where I am. I guess this may, okay, maybe this is for the person that's sitting in the car next to one of the people that listens to me normally. Hey, you, passenger seat person, you don't have to wait until you're, yeah, you, 
Yeah, I mean, thank you for listening. I mean, I know it wasn't your choice to listen. It was it was the driver's choice to listen because the driver, the man or woman who's driving the car and listening to this podcast is a beautiful, sexy, intelligent person who's who is an incredible person. And you're lucky to have a friendship with them or to be in a carpool with them. You bastard. But listen, man, I do. I, you don't have to wait until you're in the car with this person to listen to this podcast. This is episode 352. There's a whole bunch of other episodes you could be listening to on your own free time. Don't just wait until you're in the car on the ride to work, man, a woman. Okay? So maybe I do have to say what the podcast is. Well, you know, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, iTunes, Spotify, you know, all the the places. When you go home, go Google the S. Anthony Says podcast or Google my name, S. Anthony Thomas. My podcast will come up. I have two. Subscribe to both of them. They're both incredible because they're both me. Okay, subscribe to both of them. All right, but definitely this one because it's the one you're listening to. But subscribe to both of them, and bam, there you go. Okay, right? Do you like the podcast? Hi, I'm a random person in the car sitting next to one of the people that already listened to your podcast. I'm a whole bunch of people sitting in the car next to the people that already listened to you. You're hardcore fans. I'm a friend of one of one of your many, many hardcore fans, and I'm sitting in the passenger seat of the car. And I want to tell you right now, this is the first time I've ever heard you. And I'm telling you right now, you are incredible and double genius and incredible, quadruple genius and incredible. I'm going to subscribe to this podcast and your other podcast and be a lifelong fan. Why, thank you very much, random people sitting next to people that already listened to the podcast. I appreciate it. So everybody that's listening, go back and listen to all these episodes because I do it every week. Listen to all the episodes you missed and then rate and review this podcast. Damn it. Five stars. None of that four star crap. Just five stars. They'll make me beat you down. And then tell everybody you think would like this podcast to come listen to this crap and to subscribe to it too. That's your mission you bastards. (laughs) Much love to you all. I really, really do appreciate you guys listening on a regular basis. Much love to you. Thank you for the kind words. Thank you for the sweet and kind words and the emails and direct messages and stuff. I really do appreciate that. And uh, for those of you that don't know the email, I know you're going to email me saying, we all know the email, man. Some people don't know it yet. So here it is. Talk to S Anthony at gmail.com. T-A-L-K-T-O-S-A-N-T-H-O-N-Y at gmail.com. Now, folks. It's time to say goodbye, and I'm going to say goodbye the way I always say goodbye, and I want you to do it with me on a count of three. Are you ready? Of course you are. One, two, three. S. Anthony. while up in here.